Welcome back to another segment of Podcast Everything Everything Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. How y'all doing today, man? Um, uh, glad to be back, actually. Glad to be back, man. It's a beautiful day. Um, as I was, uh, I, I was just minding my own business and all that, and then um, a few things started popping on Twitter or on my news feed, and that, um, if you're unaware, that E3 will be um, virtual. Uh, virtual um, in June or this year uh, for the summer. Uh, as you guys know, E3 got canceled or was canceled uh, last year. Um, I mean, it wasn't just because of the pandemic, the pandemic, but you know they kind of just lean into that. Oh, that was the reason. Because um, a lot of um, a lot of developers and publishers weren't gonna be at A3 uh, or you know to begin with uh, last year, but it was canceled nonetheless. Um, but this year they decided to actually proceed with that, and um, they are going to to do it, and it's gonna be virtual. You'll be able to watch it online, the same as everything that's been happening, you know for the past few months. Now, the reason why, I'm sorry, bear with me. I know why I can't even, I, I think it's just too too much monster, man. Um, but the reason why uh, E3 is actually trend, uh, is actually trending on, um, on Twitter isn't because it's coming back it's because of the amount of developers and publishers who are going to be part of E3 still. And a lot of them are the same companies, um, you know, the same companies who did not actually ended up participating or, you know, being part of um, E3 last year. I mean, it's not like there were any E3, but... It's pretty much the same companies who are like, no, we're not going to, and so on. I mean, some of them have changed their mind. And to give you guys a better idea in who are those companies and publishers and, and developers. Um, so to, to begin the list is that uh, it's going to be in, you know, E3 will be in June 12th all the way to the 15th. Um, and the companies that are going to be there is uh, Microsoft Xbox, uh, we got Nintendo, uh, Ubisoft is going to be there, Take-Two, which is very big. I mean, these companies are very major, major big companies. Warner Brothers and some more companies are a little bit less known. But to, to go over, as you guys know, y'all know who Microsoft Xbox is. I don't have to talk about that. Y'all know about Nintendo. And as far as um, Ubisoft, y'all know a lot about Ubisoft. I mean, if you play games and you don't know Ubisoft, then something's wrong with you because you're playing their games. I bet you're playing their games right now. Because if you play Assassin's Creed, then, yeah, that's Ubisoft. If you if you play The Division, Ubisoft. Tom Clancy, Ubisoft. Like, they're pretty much everywhere. You just can't miss them. And um, Take-Two, uh, if you play, if you play Grand Theft Auto, if you play GTA, if you're a fan of Rockstar, then you know, you know Tech Two, um, because they 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 own Tech Two. It's under the Rockstar is the under under the umbrella of Tech Two. So they're big companies, you know. 
those companies always bring a lot of games to the table because they're a big major corporation as i said you know you got xbox nintendo ubisoft and take two and then you got warner brothers and what i think warner brothers is going to do because they do have a few games coming up especially i think it's with the, the suicide squad i think and they got a batman um um we call it a, a Batman game. I'm not sure if they are the ones, um, you know, either publishing it or developing it. But I do know that uh, Rocksteady is also taking care of a Batman game. I'm, I'm unsure. I should have done my research. But I do believe that's the case. Um, but I, I think what Warner Brothers is going to do, not announcing new games, but they're probably just going to just gonna give you guys more gameplay you know more footage of their games and stuff that they already announced because uh 2021 it, it, it's a it, it's a slow year for gaming 2020 was amazing but 2021 don't get me wrong things are still great things are still going on but as far as new games being announced that's not the case as a matter of fact games are being delayed a lot more due to what's going on the pandemic and so on not a lot of people working due to the condition and so on so i you know that's my expectation i don't think Warner brothers is going to have a lot to uh delivered or anything like that or most of, and for the most companies you know i don't think they're going to have a lot to unveil i think it's more going to be like new footage of games that they already they already you know announced and or in games that got delayed because i don't think anything new like I, doesn't mean there won't be anything new but it's not like you know oh my god like a new ip or nothing like that or some old ip and they reinvented everything no i don't think that's going to be the case um so that's pretty much what i'm saying i don't think that's going to be the case uh so if you are expecting a lot of new ips Excuse me. If you are expecting a lot of new IPs to appear, uh, um, you know, during E3 this summer, I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but hey, you know, a man can always wish, can always dream, right? Uh, so that's that's my take. And let's get to the people who are not going to be participating in E3, you know, this year. Uh, the developers, the, 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 the publishers that are, who are not going to participating in E3 are, of course, as you know, the big dog, Sony, um, hasn't said anything. And they kept the same energy as last year. Uh, they haven't said anything as far as if they're all going or not, but they kept the same energy as last year. As you know, they were pretty open as far as saying they're not going to participating in E3. And since they haven't said anything as far as, you know, participating, so people are just assuming that it's going to stay the same, pretty much. Um... And, I, and quite frankly, I don't think E3 need any... I don't think Sony need any platform anymore, to be honest with you. Sony has become like this multi-platform media where it's like... 
it's like everybody knows them, you know? Everybody, like, you, Sony doesn't work with you. You work with Sony. That's pretty much who they are and what they are right now. Sony and video game is the Apple of, uh, uh, you know, it's the Apple iPhone. Like, I know, I know you're probably going to be like, what the hell am I talking about? But trust me, the PlayStation is like the iPhone for gaming. Sony is like the Apple for gaming well-respected they don't work with people you work with them and the next one is ea y'all know ea man ea been under fire for like the it's just how they conduct their business but nonetheless uh they're not going to participate so far um don't know why because ea got a lot of games that you know ea is booked Unlike games that they put out every year. And you got Activision. And I'm not surprised Activision is not going. Because Activision got a lot of a lot of you know partnership with, with Sony. And a lot of people don't know that, but they got a lot of partnership with Sony. Um Square Enix, yeah. I mean that's a Sony thing. Um Namco, I mean, come on, you know. Of course. So and, and some more. So we'll see. Um, you know, I don't think it matters to be honest with you, because it's like the 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 thing about E3 wasn't wasn't just seeing these games or anything. It was it was the environment. It was the like being there. It was kind of like a cosplay where you go there, like Comic Con or something like that. You know, and the fact that it's just virtual is like, ah, <sighs> but. We'll see, man. It's just a few months away. Um, as always, man, I be predicting these things, and you know, I get no credits, man. Um, I, I, the, my, I, I predicted The Last of Us was gonna be Guardian of the Year. Um, I, I've been an advocate for that game, and it turns out to be a great game. It turns out to win a lot of Game of the Year. You know, when people were like, oh, I don't like it and so on, it was winning. And I told people it, it, it was going to win because the story of how the story is. People don't understand. I tell people that. You always hear people saying that in a story, there's always two sides of the story. And this is what Naughty Dog did. This is what Neil Druckmann did. They knew people will always question the other side of the story. So they did just that. You know? Yeah. It was it was heartfelt, you know, gameplay all throughout. But you know, sometimes you just to make something relatable, you have to make it real enough. And sometimes when things are real and especially too real, it could be quite upsetting. But it is upsetting because you can relate, because it touches you. And Naughty Dog knew that. But anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. I started this segment in regards of E3. And as I'm done speaking of E3, if there's more things to talk about, we'll take care of it. We'll let you guys know. As always, I'm your host, Rob. This is Podcast Everything. Everything Podcast. You've been heard, my friend. Welcome back to another segment of Podcast Everything. Everything Podcast. Let's talk about the PS5. A lot of people have been asking me, how do I feel about my PS5 since I have a PS5 and pretty much in my city, I'm 
one of the few people that have a PS5. So uh, a lot of friends of mine and a lot of people online have been asking me, how do I like my PS5? Is it good? Is it any, you know, is it worth the, um, you know, is it worth the whole trouble of looking for one or even paying a little extra for it? Now, I'm not sure if you should pay extra for a PS5 because I don't know your budget. And, you know, I, I hate to tell people to spend a little bit of extra money to get things because I don't know how your pocket works. You know, what might be a little extra for me might be a little bit too much for you or what might be a little extra for you might be a little bit too much for me. Um, so it's really uh, hard for me to tell you, you know, what that is and how, you know, I can help you with that. But is it worth getting a PS5? Yes, it is. And to be honest with you, I've noticed a few things um, about playing the PS5 lately, um, especially playing FIFA. So I got FIFA about uh, FIFA 21 about a week ago, I think. And I've been playing it since then. And I, I'm now on my on my second season. And you're, you're probably wondering, golly, how'd you how'd you get to the second season? And just a week. Well, I mean, anyone who played FIFA knows that when you first started a career mode and, you know, you create uh, a, a, a character, um, the thing about it is that you, uh, how can I explain this? Um, you don't get to play all the games. More often than that, you're on the bench and you can simulate the game and go to the next one. So that's why I was able to actually finish everything so fast and so quick. That's the reason um, it wasn't anything special or anything like that. Um, I'm, I'm not that good. Trust me. I'm not that good at playing FIFA. I can, you know, I know the press X circle and square, but trust me, I ain't good. Um, but anyways, back to the story. As I was saying, I noticed a few things about, uh, the PS5. And as I was playing it, one feature that a lot of people miss and a lot of people missing, and, and I think it's because not a lot of people have a PS5, so it's not being talked about. Um, but it was mentioned early, earlier uh, when the PS5 was released. Uh, what I am talking about is the fact that the PS5 is able, like when you get a trophy, um, the PS5 automatically um, record a, a 29 second or 15 second um uh short clip and you're probably wondering well i knew that i knew the ps5 does that but what you didn't get is is that what you didn't know is that um not only it does that you know not only it does that but you it, it actually record 29 second of any gameplay that seems how can I say great to you? Like the PS5 has this thing of machine. They call it machine learning. So the PS5, what it does, it records gameplay um, based on how you're playing it. Like if you if you if you're playing a fighting game, right? And it just so happened that like you're going through combos, you're doing it's a nice gameplay. The PS5 will automatically record that gameplay for you without you doing anything. And I thought this was a very a great idea. Um, I didn't set it up. It just turns out it's just it's like that. 
and it does that and i think this is the best thing ever because it's like oh my god it can actually do that yeah so anything that you're playing like i've been playing fifa and i've been noticing a lot of small clip of of me playing and it turns out that like every time you do something that seems amazing that doesn't seem basic the game will automatically download a 4k video of you of that gameplay which i thought was great and i thought i should share with you guys uh, let me know uh, uh on my twitter at me on twitter if your ps5 is doing that just let me know or maybe it's just mine or maybe it's just a setting that i put it on and i just didn't know i don't realize but um i just find it very very amazing because we all know sometimes that like we are recording but you never got to the point where you have a good gameplay. And when you finally have a good gameplay, you went recording to begin with. So now you're all mad, you're all pissed because you didn't get anything. So I like that about the PS5, how it can actually automatically, the, 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 the aspect of machine learning help the PS5 record a gameplay that seems nice enough that it's like the system knows oh, this is a nice move. You'll definitely share it with your friends. So it automatically like record that gameplay. But it's a 29 seconds gameplay. Nonetheless, it records it. It gets the part that needed. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is very, very, very great. And and it's not just with FIFA. It does that with, uh, with Modern Warfare. It did that with, um, I was playing uh, NBA 2K. It did that. Uh, what other game did um oh it did it with destructions all stars um if you have ps plus you know exactly what i'm talking about so yes i thought that idea was a great idea now the other feature that i noticed about fifa and i didn't know was the um they call it the it's the the haptic fit uh feedback so the haptic feedback we all know about that. The, you know, haptic trigger and all that. We all know about that. But the thing about it when you're playing FIFA is that not only you can feel the heartbeat of the player that you're controlling, but um, you feel everything as far as the environment. How he runs. Is, is he heavy? Uh, is he kicking the ball hard enough? Like, you felt all that. And I just find that very, very amazing. Like, it's not always noticeable, but when you notice it, you notice it. And it's amazing when you notice it. So I thought it was a great thing that they put on there. Even with FIFA, which is a game that's on multi-platform. And they're able to do all that. To show that like, oh, we can do that. And we can put it on the game. Even though it's not an Xbox or other console. So that's one thing, man. You know, the idea to feel that your player is tired. Your player won't kick the ball. There are times where like, I press the button. And before my player kicked the ball, I knew it wasn't going to go in. Not because they're like, I, what I'm seeing is they're like, oh, I kicked it wrong. It's just I can feel it. You know, you can feel that you, you kicked the ball wrong and it's not going to go in. And I thought this was a great, a great thing. And um, yeah, and I thought I should let you guys know. So if you guys have any questions, let me know. If I find out more things about my PS5, I'll also let you guys know. But so far, those are the, the small things that I've noticed that I think is amazing. And um, as someone who streams and as someone who's always recording, I found out very amazing how the, the, the console can actually record just a snap of 
of your gameplay, of your best gameplay, and that, and also where the controller comes across, where it makes you, it makes the game feel so immersive without you knowing it, you know. And I like that. So, anyways, as always, I'm your host Rob. This was podcast, everything, everything podcast, and you've been heard, my friend. Welcome back to another segment of podcast, everything, everything podcast. I'm your host Rob. Welcome back. Uh, as you guys know, at the end of the day, I always try to close out the segments and make sure that the episodes get published. Uh, yeah, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Uh, how am I doing today? Um, today was quite slow. I felt slow and sleepy. I don't know, man. I wasn't energized at all, even though that, you know, I had, um, this, uh, protein shake and, and um, I had, uh, I think, two energy drinks, or was it one? Not so sure. Um, I was so sleepy to the point where, like, I even took a nap, like, after all that energy drink. I don't know how that happened, but that was my day. Uh, I just felt slow. Um, yeah, uh, but other than that, things were great. I, I was still able to do my thing and making sure things are great, making sure things are going on out there. And, um yeah, man, if anyone's out there, like, you know, y'all got any questions or anything like that, hit me up on Twitter and all. But let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Um, I have a few things. That, since this segment is pretty much in regards of um, PlayStation and how PlayStation is not going to E3 or whatever, I saw a lot of people, and those people are the ones that, like, don't know much about what's going on, and they're simply just, they're just fans. They're just, you know, big fan, and they, they don't know anything about anything, right? So um, so I saw, like, a few people, like, you know, as, as you guys know, yeah, I know that I'd like to, uh, I like to screenshot everything that I see. So, therefore, um, I explain it to you guys, like, you know, word by word. So that way you guys know, you know, what's going on and how everything is going on. So, um. Earlier, I saw I saw this guy. Um, he tweeted talking about how um, PlayStation is losing, and that Jim Ryan should should be fired, and someone else off. Oh. I bought food there yesterday, man. What the hell? Oh, anyways, I just passed by um, this Wendy's, and and it seems like they're putting it down, even though I bought food there uh, yesterday. But anyways, back to the conversation. So, yeah, the guy was just like, oh, they, they need to fire Jim Ryan. He's not doing a good job. Xbox is buying all these uh, major companies or having acquisitions. Now Kojima uh, is going to be or is in talk with Microsoft or blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, y'all like idiots. Like, so let me get this straight. So the man had a deal with PlayStation once, right? Made a game, um, and, and I'm speaking of, Hideo Kojima. So you guys are mad because he's in talk with Microsoft. Y'all felt to understand that, like the man is probably a businessman also, man. He had he had uh, an exclusive with Sony, a deal with Sony. It wasn't like he signed a contract to be with them for like forever and ever. Like he made one game, it was exclusive, and now he's just like, hey, man, I have a different idea, different things that I want to make, and. You know, there could be a, a lot of reason into why he's speaking to Microsoft. Maybe what he's trying to accomplish, he like to him, like he sees it as an oh, 
this won't be able to happen within the PlayStation community or platform. I have to be uh, within a Microsoft umbrella to do what I want to do. And trust me, um, you know, knowing what Hideo Kojima has done um, and the gaming community and that medium, it, it's, it makes perfect sense. Because Hideo Kojima is a man who likes to do what he wants. The vision that he wants is what he will do, even with Metal Gear Solid, even with everything that he's done. Like, you can tell the man is just that, like, he doesn't just do games. Like, he goes deep until he starts, until his brain, he just, he come up with these things. And he has a vision. And me seeing, like, Hideo Kojima, you know, and talk with Microsoft, I mean, I don't, it may seem like it's a bad thing. It's a bad it's a bad thing for a PlayStation and a great thing for Microsoft, obviously. But um, I don't think it's something that, like, Sony would be like, oh, my God, cut off my leg. You know, nothing like that. It's not like, oh, like, they're losing something so major. Knowing Hideo Kojima is that, like, he may have one game with you as an exclusive, but doesn't mean that, like, he's going to be making games or every single games for you exclusively for that console because that's not who he is. He doesn't work like that. And and seeing a lot of people who don't know about anything and who has never played Metal Gear Solid One and I'm just like, bro, like, y'all don't know anything, man. Like, y'all y'all just started playing games, y'all just started knowing about games through Fortnite and the pandemic came up and now y'all act like y'all know anything, y'all know about anything. And some people talking about Jim Ryan needs to get fired. Are y'all stupid? Y'all out of your mind. Who do you think brought you all these exclusives within PS4? Like, you think these exclusives just came and just be like, hey, here's exclusive. The man has been putting bricks on top of bricks. You know, if you guys have seen uh, Snowfall, there's that part when that dude is, is, is putting his statement of who he is. Alright, I'm going to say it like this, man. Jim Ryan built this shit brick by brick. Alright? So stop playing with the man, man. Like, you think you would have had a PS4 if it wasn't for Jim Ryan? Like, and the fact that I've seen a lot of people saying that, like, oh, Sony messed up the launch. Like, how? How? How does a company mess up the launch when they sold 6.5 million copies within, this, within six months of the release? How? How are you going to blame Sony when there's a pandemic and, and like, retail stores are saying that, like, they can't have too many people in line rushing for a PS5? It will, it will create chaos. Like, that's not PlayStation's fault. You can't blame Sony. You can't blame Jim Ryan for scalpers, you know, buying all these PlayStations um, on the web. You know, you, you, can't, you can't do that. The number one thing that Sony did, was keeping their their words, keeping their words, and that's why as people saying that like they got no warning, they got no nothing. Like, stop, stop. Yes, you did. You did get warning. I myself remember I got warning. I got a letter informing me to actually pre-order my PlayStation. So to like people saying that like, oh, I didn't get any notice. It just came. Oh, PlayStation is on sale. Like, shut up. Yes, you did. You did. Keep up with your email and stop, you know, making things up. Um, 
that's all, man. It's just that, like, I see people talking, and, and a lot of, uh, uh, more often than that, man, those people don't know anything. They just go on and talk, like, talking about Jim Ryan isn't doing anything. Like, what was the man supposed to do? What was he supposed to do? PS4 become one of the best, if not the best, console ever. There's no, like, the type of games that you have on your PS4, the exclusiveness of PS4, ain't no console out there that can compete with that. Aside PS2, if PS2 get an HD, uh, uh, you know, HD version on all the games that they got on. Other than that, PS4 is, is out of this world, man. And for somebody to just be like, PlayStation's not doing great, like, like, just calm down, man. Like, PlayStation still got a lot of games coming out. Like, the thing about PlayStation that people need to understand is that the thing that people need to understand about Sony, Sony has never, ever, ever, ever been, um, Sony has never been, like, what would you say, like, the type of um, uh, company that owns so many companies or have acquisitions of so many companies? Because that's not how they work. The way Sony works, they rather have a handful of masterpiece uh, uh, um, developers. Like, if you think that I'm lying, let me explain this to you. What I mean by master uh, masterpiece, I'm talking about, like, Sony rather have, like, uh, things like, um, how can I say this? They rather have things like um, really ins- inspired developers that are willing to go to distance. They don't just buy companies just because, oh, they buy companies. Sony will have acquisitions of companies that they know for a fact will kill it in the market. Like, take a look at the, the developers that Sony associate themselves with. Insomniac, okay? Japan Studio, which is still for Sony, even though that, that I think it's being closed. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Insomniac, Naughty Dog. Um, even Activision has a better relationship with Sony than they have with Microsoft. It's just that's how Sony works. Sony rather have, you know, a well-solid relationship with someone instead of with, with companies instead of just random acquisitions that, like, they can't do anything, they can't process anything, they can't do shit. Like, no, they're not going to do like that. They, they, that's not Sony. Sony doesn't go out there and just be like, oh, let me buy, let me just do this, let me just buy companies just to buy companies because I have a lot of money. No, that's not Sony. People need to understand that, man. I've been, like, I've been to Sony fans. I've been looking at them like, this is how Sony works. You never hear Sony buying out here spending too much money. No, if they're going to spend, they're going to spend a lot of money on things that matters. This is why, like, their games is always look good. Take a look at Xbox games. Like, they never on par with PlayStation games. And that's because, that, like, the amount of dedication, the amount of vision, the amount of money that goes into making a PlayStation game, whether, whether if it's indie games or AAA games, it always looks gorgeous because PlayStation knows at the end of the day, if you're putting out something out there and you don't put care into it, no one else will put care into it. And that's just how it is. So to me, that's just how I see it. And my next thing was, my, ne- my next uh, um, segment was about people uh, assuming that um, the new survival uh, game um, uh, that Sony just put out uh, will be some type of, like, PT game. Um, or, you know, some 
reboot of PT. That's not the case, people. That is an actual game coming out for the PS5 exclusively. So, yeah, it's not a PT. It's not a Kojima game. It's none of that. Um, so, yes, let's just put that aside since this wasn't, like, a, a very um, major major thing to talk about. Because there's not much about the game to talk about. They haven't released much. There's, there's a teaser for, like, a, a, a minute, I think, or two. But um, y'all can go check it out um, um, on YouTube or check out IGN because it might have the link also. Uh, so that's pretty much uh, what it is. It's just it's a game. It has nothing to do with PT. That's just what it is. Now, here's another thing. This game, like, I've heard about this. I've heard the controversial thing about this game. It's uh, Six Days and, Fallu- and, Fallu- and Fallujah. Yeah. Six Days in Fallujah, and I don't know the story quite well, so I'm not going to speak on it as if, like, I know what's going on. I know it's very offensive to, you know, the people who are involved and the people who are there and the people who live in the country still to some and to some degree, um, but things have gotten worse. This game has, people have been trying to get this game out for, like, since I was a child, this game been trying to, like, they've been trying to, since I was in high school, they've been trying to get this game out. And due to the controversial things that surround the game, the realness of the game, and what it is based on, so it's always get um, get pushed back, canceled, or whatever, but it always get picked up by another developer. But every time it get picked up by another developer, uh, the community... The, the Muslim community asked uh, the publishers, which it is Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, as you know, or a PC type of thing. As you know, you could have a game, but if you don't have anyone to publish it, man, if you don't have any, if you can't play it on any prop platform, then your game means nothing. So, um, so, so, uh, in today's in today's news and the Euro magazine, uh, Euro Gamer magazine. PlayStation, Xbox, and Valve called on to drop six days in Fallujah by largest Muslim advocacy. As I said, man, the Muslim people are not letting... It's, it's, okay, let me just rephrase that. I'm not going to say the Muslim people are not letting this game come out. Like I said, it is an offensive game. It is a game that is that that is based on true story and true matter that happened and that and some people just... You know, the people that still live there, the people that, that experienced that, the people that were part of that uh, incident that happened, just like, yo, just leave the thing alone, man. Like, we're not trying to we're not trying to see that. We're not trying to relieve that. So they're calling for a cancellation, you know. That's pretty much it, man. If you were looking forward to see that game, I saw, uh, I saw the teaser. I saw the, the teaser, the gameplay teaser. I mean, it was in an early development. It looks all right. Looks all right, you know. But hey, man, people, if you guys really want to make, here's one thing I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say about the developers. If y'all really want to make a game about Fallujah, don't call it Six Days in Fallujah. Like, just call it something else. Call, just call it like a different thing. Just a different thing. Just you know. So therefore, there's no controversy. There's no doubts or anything. Just call it something different. And keep the same aspect, the same environment, the same premises, the same everything. Just change the name. People do.
do that all the time. It's like buying. It's like buying a club, and then you, you know, it's like buying. A, you buy the club, and you just change the name. You know what I'm saying? It's still the same building. You still keep the same routine, the same time, the same schedule, but you just change it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just change the name. So that's pretty much it. That's my thing. But um, I don't know much about the game, and if it is that offensive. And 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 I'm sure it is because there's no way in hell that that game would have taken that long to be even, you know, be in development. So if that's the case, people, there's so many ideas out there. Just drop the stupid thing or change the name, change the premise, or whatever the case may be. Uh, that's my thing. But always respect people's religions and how they feel about it, like some type of experience like that because this is real. This is something about war. You know, you don't want to offend people. Um, and the next thing is, it's more of a congratulations. So I, I do want to say congratulations to all the people out there finally playing Days Gone since it's free on PlayStation right now. So go on and go out there and play. I've been an advocate for this game as far as underrated game. As I said, my most underrated game that I think of all time that gamers don't give credit to, my top, my top five, first and my top five, not in order, I'm not going to put it in order, but my top five has to be, um, uh, what is it, um, uh, Mad Max uh, on PS4 is underrated, Sleeping Dog uh, is underrated, that game is so underrated to the point where like it was released in the, on the PS3, right? And it was so good, and got transferred to the, the and got a uh, uh, remastered on the PS4, and still was breaking record. But the idea is that like it's just they won't make a second one, and not a lot of players know about it. But the the community that knows about it play that game like hell. I I know about that game, and I play it more than I play GTA. I'm gonna tell you that right now. So we got Sleeping Dogs, we got Mad Max. And then we have Days Gone. Days Gone is underrated, man. So underrated. This game is too beautiful. I play this game, and um, I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. The game starts slow. But if you can manage to get to the game far enough where you have the necessary props and you have things that you can do and you're able to do certain things uh, within the game, beautiful game, and when you finally change territory to the point where, like, you left the um, uh, the other side of the town to go to the mountain where it's, like, cold, the other side of the, I think it's, like, the second part of the game when you're halfway through the game, <sighs> beautiful game, beautiful game, so to, to everybody, man, to everybody playing that game, um, yeah, man, I hope you guys are enjoying this game, and hope y'all have fun, because it's a very great game. And last but not least, before I let you guys go, if you are looking, if you are looking forward to play Death Loop, well, you you you're in bad situation right now. Um, the game have been delayed uh, till uh, September fourteenth uh, of uh, this year, and um, and I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. We don't need broken games like Cyberpunk. Look what happened with Cyberpunk. If the game ain't ready, delay that bit. You know what I'm saying? Let that bit rest. Let it cook in the oven. Let that thing very crisp. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, you know, nobody wants to eat. Nobody wants to eat an uncooked meat. You know what I'm saying? So let that thing 
marinate, let it sit in, let fix the game, make sure it's good. Man, I'm all for it. If the game, if a game is getting delayed, I'm all for it. Because quite frankly, we don't need new games in 2021, bro. Like there's too many games out there, and to everybody acting like there's oh we don't have any games I like. Either you need something to do with your life, my friend, or um, you need to spend some money to play those games because you're not spending money to play those games. Anyways, as always, I'm your host, Rob. I bring the news to you, and you listen. And as always, this is, podcast, this is podcast, everything, everything podcast. You've been heard, my friend. I love how I just slip up. But anyways, I love you guys, and thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. You've been heard.